No one, and I mean no one, comes into our house and pushes us around. You believe that America is the land of opportunity? Yeah. We're soldiers, but we're American soldiers. We've been kicking ass for 200 years. And those of you who are familiar with it know that in America, democracy is hypocrisy. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. You're listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. They're leading the charge in advancing the conservative revolution. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. And now, your all-American hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. And good morning. This is Phil Stargell, and this is the Abolitionists Roundtable of Michigan. And we have... Uh, a show today that's going to be a little bit of a, uh, a little bit of uh, of what I normally do in the month of February, and uh, today we have uh, in in uh, behind the mic uh, and co-host and sharing co-host duties with me again is Ron Edwards, and I'd just like to say good morning, Ron. Hey, good morning, Phil. Uh, it's great to be here again and uh, with you and your wonderful audience and uh, have a t- chance to uh, ch- chat with you guys. And uh, it's always an honor and uh, thanks for the invite. Oh, yeah. It's uh, great to have you because I think we got a, a little something. I got uh, uh, my agenda. I know that you got a few things that you want to put on in, in the agenda and we'll get right to it. But I, first, I want to say that uh, it, uh, you know, this is um, uh, a little hard for me because uh, my, my mother is uh, currently in a nursing facility. But guess what? She is going to uh, next Saturday become a centurion. She will be one. Oh, wow. Years. Congratulations. And here's the thing. She... She survived the 20s. She survived the roaring 20s. She survived the Great Depression. She survived World War II and had me uh, on, you know, and uh, on on almost D-Day, June 5th, uh, June 6th, uh, 1945. Uh, you know, a year later after, but, all, and I was the youngest son out of five boys. I was the youngest she survived the 50s and the 60s in, in Ohio. And, I mean, she got past the 70s. You know, the, the, the Great Recession, you remember that? Yes. That's what brought me to Detroit. And, and, and you know, she's just, uh, just a, a great lady. Uh, she owned her own business. She owned uh, 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 her her business uh, late after you know working as a as a uh, nurse's aide and you know for, for years and and she then she got to run her own business for the last oh I'd say the last twenty years of uh, of her life I'm uh, not her life but her uh, working life mm-hmm. and then you know she retired and. And, you know, she lived down in Ohio, and I went down there and brought her up here and lived with me. And and it got to the point where, you know, it was such a burden that, uh, you know, we had to put in a nursing because she uh, injured her hip. Uh-huh. But 
she been in the nursing home for a number of years. And when the coronavirus got here, she actually caught the coronavirus earlier this year, last year, rather, uh, late last year. Mm-hmm. And, and she, you know, she survived that. I mean, at 99 years old, <laughs> she survives coronavirus. I mean, and, you know and, and more, more importantly, Ron, more importantly, she survived Gretchen Whit- Whitmere and her <laughs> That's See, that's the big thing, right? there. You survive Whitmer. Yeah. I mean, you're really doing something. But really, I'd like to uh, talk with her and ask her, what did she eat? What did she do? <laughs> I mean, seriously. I, I tell you what. She, she has most of her teeth. She has a better eyesight than I do. She doesn't take any uh, any blood pressure medicine. No diabetes. She got good sugar blood sugar levels. She's her brain is 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 active. I mean, she's really active. And, but you know, she injured her hip and she's uh, so uh, semi wheelchair bound. She can walk a little bit, but not much. But to, su- to survive the coronavirus, I mean that that. I mean that knocked me uh, for a loop, but she survived it. And you know, can you imagine ninety nine years old and you are surviving the coronavirus? I mean, this thing knocked down John, uh, Donald Trump, the g- greatest president we ever had. You know, he survived the coronavirus, but he couldn't survive the the backlash from the the hatred. Yes. That was point, pointed his way, and it was coronavirus that that uh, led to him ultimately being in a position vulnerable enough to uh, to be had the election stolen from him. Other than that, you know, uh, that but but that was what the Democrats tried to do all the time he was in there. But oh, my yeah. mother survived all of that, so now, she'll I, be a hundred years old next uh, next Saturday. Congratulations to her, and um, I, I would assume that she also has a, a close relationship with God. Um, I, yes, I, she does. Yeah. Okay. There you go. And and here's here's the, the you know thing that uh, she uh, I, I read an article here just recently that said that they did some uh, some uh, age uh, related research. Mm-hmm. And they came up with some kind of a, a pill that they're talking about that might that might lead to longevity past a whole long a lot longer than what we've uh, been used to living. They actually said that uh, that this research uh, they believe that the first person to live a thousand years has already been born. And I said, my goodness, you know, so, you know, it's a possibility that uh, my mother might be around for another 50 years, 100 years. You never know. It'd be great. Um, We are, most people don't know this, but we are genetically, uh, we're created to at least live 120 years on average. Yeah. But, you know, you know, words have a, 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 a lot to do with how you live, how long you live generationally. Mm-hmm. And when man, after God, according to biblical stories, when man was reduced to 120 years of living after the flood, then after that, man started saying 70 years, but by by strength, another 10. 
That was not God saying that. But uh-huh. if you speak death or life over a situation over a long period of time, that mm-hmm. eventually fits where you live. And most people around the world, on average, if you average it out, they're, they're gone by 80 years old. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Most people, I mean, when you average it all out, in some uh-huh. places they die before, like in Africa, the average lifespan is around uh, 47 years. Wow. And, and in Japan, it's uh, over 100. So yeah. you, have, you have a great span, but when you zero it out, it's about 80. Uh, in America, the United States sits in the high 70s, I believe. I believe. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, but, but really, it's, it, uh, death has been spoken over us for so long. I think that has a lot to do with with how long we're living now. It's it's in affecting our genes and, and and things of that nature. So we got to get back to. And obviously, your mom was a very positive person. Never met her, but yeah. I would assume that she was a very positive person. Yeah, and she uh, did her best to keep me that and all of her children that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my mother and my grandmother were two of the greatest ladies out on the face of this earth. I tell you, my my, my grandmother was uh, just just amazing, and uh, she passed that on on all of her children, you know. And uh, man, I tell you, my my mother really, you know, she was always uh, very very uh, willing to, uh, to to help somebody or mm-hmm. willing to do whatever it, it took to get people to, you know, to do the right things in life, you know. And uh, she uh, she was she didn't play either. She raised five boys. Uh oh. <laughs> and uh, man, I tell you, she she would knock knock guys out. <laughs> she, her favorite saying was, "I'll knock your socks off," you know. <laughs> so, so you know, so she, I had a lot of respect for her. You know, she did not play. You know, but she raised raising five boys. Like I said, that ain't that ain't easy. You know? Well, she had to be strong like that. Yeah. Just like in my situation, my dad was very strong like that, and uh, he was a disciplinarian, but he was very loving, very positive. And uh, he, you have to be that way, especially raising boys up in a society like this, which has uh, become very liberal and immoral. And so you got to do what your mom did. And uh, you turned out great yourself. And uh, I'm sure your, your your siblings did as well. And, you know, it's all good, man. And, and God rewards people like that. And because, hey, you need people in the earth like your mom, yeah. <laughs> as an example. Yeah. So I would uh, I would ask uh, everybody to keep my mom in your prayers, and if uh, if you get uh, the inclination, maybe you might want to send her a birthday card. And and if you do, she's in uh, Pine Creek Pine Creek Manor, and that's like thirty four three three zero Van Born Road in Wayne, Michigan. Okay. Four eight one eight four, and I'll, I'll I'll read that again before we go off the air. I would just like uh, you know if you get it, you know the opportunity, just drop her a, a happy birthday wish. Because oh, and you know what, Ron? Mm-hmm. I think you know my daughter Ashley, don't you? I met her. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Uh, you know she's gonna d- deliver in the next couple of weeks. Oh wow! A, a, a baby boy, so she's the last child of my of mine that uh, to have a child, and congratulations! And man, it was, would that be a would that be a, a miracle if if he was born on her birthday? Oh wow! 
Talk so, about celebration. That that's that's cool. Oh man, wouldn't that yeah, be something? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh man. Well tell her congratulations. And oh, uh, yeah. you know. Yeah. Man, going out I am too. I am really anticipating this. I mean, man, I, you know, because like all of the other girls have <laughs> three and four children. <laughs> so she, you know, this is her first, man. So Yeah, I know she's happy. Yeah, oh man, is she. So Anyway, uh, enough for me, I guess, uh, and, you know, my elation, I mean, I am, you know, I am just ecstatic about that, but that the, the possibility of, uh, of uh, her being born, him being born on her birthday, on mom's birthday is great. So, um, I, you know, normally, uh, well, why don't you, uh, did you say that uh, uh, you wanted to do a thing or two here about uh, on the agenda this morning? Sure, sure, no problem. Uh, let's see, let me, my screen just blanked out on me. But one of the things that uh, comes to mind right away while I'm looking for the other stuff that we talked about before going on the air, um, this border situation, Phil. Yes. Um, Ugly, it, it? You know, there's, there, you could just describe it as hypocrisy yeah. um, gone wild on steroids. Mm -hmm. Now, you've got children now, once again, I guess in these little look like they look like um trailer square trailer uh trash you know places yeah, yeah and you got them locked up they don't have any windows or whatever but you know what and everyone's not everyone but many people are going to nutsville about this situation uh the media is covering it up but then other people are upset dot 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 well we wouldn't have this situation phil if biden and company hadn't said to the entire planet hey Bring us everyone who wants to come into the United States of America. You can come in. And by the way, if you have the Corona China virus, come on up because we want to help you, your nations in South America, uh, lower the incidence of Corona China virus in your nation. So bring everybody up here to the United States and we'll let them in. That I read that yesterday. Wow. I thought <laughs> I was going to just keel over when I, when I read that. This government, Phil has literally turned totally against us. Yes, they, yes they, it is. You want, you want to talk about enemies? They are a worse enemy to you and I than Kim Jong-un could ever dream of being. Well, if all you got to do is look back in history and see whether or not there's ever been a president that came in and uh, immediately, first, first uh, couple of days, smacked down 10,000 jobs. Just like that, and nobody, nobody is 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 having anything uh, hard to say about it. Especially the media. The media would crucify any Republican that that was responsible for losing that many jobs. Just in one stroke of a pen. Yeah, and and, and so you have this situation now. Um, the unemployment situation has not gotten bad yet because all of these things, it takes time for them to kick in. Yeah. Executive, order, executive orders, most of them do not kick in immediately. It takes about 30 to 60 days. Then you're yeah. going to start seeing the effects of these things. And watch the unemployment rate skyrocket. Tax revenues are going to, to plummet like crazy. Already the stock market is going down. And I wish I had gotten rid of certain stocks, but anyway, too late now. <laughs> um, but, but, you know, no thanks to Biden. Yeah. But you, you're looking at this border. I'm very concerned um, about what they're letting in right now. They're letting in a lot yeah. of sick people. They're not telling you this. No. 
and 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 the, these pe these people are dragging themselves. And by the way, uh, Phil, these a lot of these people are being paid. Remember when Ali Obama did that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, in fact, uh, I'm going to be talking on my own show. I'm going to be talking uh, with a, a lady from – she lives in Florida now, but she came from uh, Cuba and legally. That they, her family came in legally, and yet she ministers in South America, Bolivia, and uh, Guatemala, and all – you know, throughout that area. And she was telling me how Nasty Pelosi and company are still paying folks down there to come to this country. And they're going down there and lecturing and forcing – just about forcing their, their people to come up here because if you look at Guatemala – their economy is doing very well. Unemployment is low in Guatemala. You can mm -hmm. attribute that to Trump because they've been following the example of the United States and they're prospering in Guatemala. But they're convincing these people, Honduras and, and, and throughout that area, to just come into this country. Why? Well, the motivation is, is, is very, very um, – as plain as the nose on our faces to fundamentally transform this republic. They want to sicken – make you and I sick – through this Corona China virus, through the vaccines, through the even through which the testing, you can catch the the Corona China virus. In some cases, they've given it to people in the testing. Wow, wow. So this is a big trick that they're playing on the American people and the American people. I my heart was broken yesterday. I was looking at the news. I think it was one American news, and they're showing these people even traveling to other states. Oh, it's called. Vaccine hunting. Yeah. And these people yeah. desperately want to get their vaccine. And I'm like, oh, my God, these trained idiots, these 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 people are so brainwashed that they're yeah. they're they're going to other states looking for their own death. This stuff is dangerous. This yeah. vaccine that they're giving out. It's more dangerous than the actual Corona China virus. Corona China virus has a, has over about close to 99 percent uh, recovery rate close okay mm -hmm. the vaccination percentage wise is more dangerous than that especially among the elderly that have been taking it so um and 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 now i just found out this morning just found out this morning now we're going to have to really if you don't pray over your food you better start doing it now because we're finding out that our food supplies are being contaminated in mass you don't know which and where it is. I would advise you to, 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 to purchase organic foods if at all possible. But really check and be very discerning when it comes to buying your food today. They are trying to bring harm to us Americans while they're bringing in tons and just massive amounts of other kinds of people into this country because the Democrats – Oh, Lord, I'm looking at this horrible picture of Nasty Pelosi on my screen. Ugh. But anyway, the Democrats are out to destroy this country because they hate our Constitution. They hate oh, yeah. God. Oh, they no hate God. Yeah. And, the, and, and I'll, be, I'll go one step further for you, Phil. They hate black people. Oh, they're, yes. They're, they're always yapping oh, yeah. about helping black people. Yeah, yeah, helping us kill ourselves. Yeah, and in uh, my... Uh, Report today is out on the on the election. Mm -hmm. uh, a little more information, but it's going to be the example that was set about what the Democrats do when they want are not happy and they think that they have a way to overturn an election and and mm -hmm. not what uh, 
you know, they accuse people like uh, Ted Cruz and and uh, and 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 Holly, uh, Josh Holly, about uh, trying to overturn an election. These guys weren't trying to t- overturn an election because they knew that uh, that that what was going on. The people that, like Mitch McConnell and some other people in Congress, wouldn't go along with what was done that the Democrats did 100 years ago, you know, in in 1877. So here is an example of uh, how the Democrats, you know, circle those wagons and they they do not let anybody in and they don't vary. And uh, the the Republicans, if they're going to ever win another election, they better find out that they better get some people that know how to be unified and, and stick to what the goals are. I and think, I'll explain that a little bit more, you know, yeah. after, you know. I, I think that's going to start happening. Um, you've got um, Ron DeSantis, you've got Trump, you've got Jim Jordan, you've got others now, Ron, yeah. uh, Rand Paul and yeah. others. Uh, you know, not backing down anymore, not being quiet, and yes. continuing to 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 put the message out there that we've got to fight, and that the, that's the only way we're going to win. You, the, the the Mitch McConnell approach uh, is 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 dead. Okay, we might as well primary him out, and every other Republican like that. They've got to be primaried out. We just have to t- you know send him out to to pasture, yeah. and to tell him you know you are okay, but you got you got to go. It's your time's up. Yeah. And we've got to fire these people and bring in fighters. That is the yeah. only way. There's no other way. Well, you got to un- the people that that we elect. I have to understand that they are in a war. These people have never mm-hmm. given up on the civil war. And, and <laughs> exactly. it's, it is re- I'm telling you, these people have uh, been trying to take over this country because they feel that uh, that their uh, idea of what this country is about was was originally financed and everything like that by the southern states through the uh, the commerce that was being developed at the time. This was an agrarian society, and and their uh, livelihoods made this country, and there ain't no doubt about it. But they also did it uh, in a wrong way. You know, they did it with uh, with other people's labor, and they have controlled that labor. Every mm-hmm. since, and black people don't seem to realize that. But there's been a theme that uh, that that the Democrats have maintained since since they brought black folks to this country, and mm-hmm. that was to keep them as permanent victims, permanent yes. consumers, and permanent underclass. That's what they have maintained, and that's what they do today. They make sure that they control. Black people vote. They make sure that they control their their uh, their income, you know, their wealth, and they, you know, and 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 control their status in the in the country. And that division too. They've uh, yeah. created a horrible division between the black female and the black man, and um, to the point where black females look down upon black men. Not all. So I'm not blinking. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying everyone. So don't send me nasty grams. But that is a, 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 a huge case. That is a big problem in, in our society uh, in comparison to Italians and other groups of, of, of people in this country. And that was all set up by the Democrats, divide and conquer. 
if you got yeah, the, I mean, if you've got the female not respecting you, and then yeah. you not respecting yourself, you're in a heap of hurt, and and yeah. it's and it's self-induced, Phil. Yeah. Uh, how many days uh, have have passed so far in this in in this in, in this year? Not many, right? We're only we're we're only into February. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Talk about how blacks are have been programmed to treat one another in the city of Chicago. Almost 400 people have been shot already this year. Uh, okay, we uh, we uh, are going to have to go to break. So, folks, stay where you are and listen to these messages from our sponsors and pick us up on the other side, and we will see you in a few minutes. listening to the abolitionists roundtable with your hosts phil stargill and bruce flurry they're exposing the left's underground resistance while leading the charge in the fight for liberty join the conversation at 734-822-1600 hello i am milt and this is logically speaking uncensored are you having a love affair with stupidity Once there was an aggregation of people who believed the earth was flat. Even when irrefutable evidence proved them wrong, their dogmatic beliefs were so embedded in stupidity that truth and logic were unacceptable. Today, in an era of high technology, you would think that such stupidity would be a thing of the past. But you would be wrong, because there is a new aggregation of fools that are just as entrenched in their stupidity as the flat earth believers of the past. And I have named them the New Flat Earth Society of Stupidity. The New Flat Earth Society of Stupidity objective is to promote global warming, climate change, greenhouse gases, alternative energy, and carbon footprints as catastrophic events and convince ignorant masses that if nothing is done, humanity will become extinct. Some of the major fanatics promoting the New Flat Earth Society nefarious hoax are Al Gore, George Soros, Bill Gates, and China Joe Biden, and the neo-democrat Communist Party anti-America environmental fascists. This year, 2021, Texas has recorded freezing cold with many of its roadways encased in ice. And snowstorms and sub-zero temperatures have extended from the East Coast to the Midwest and South. But the New Flat Earth Society of Stupidity has not been deterred in their determination to promote the hoax that global warming is caused by humans and it must be stopped. The New Flat Earth Society of Stupidity, using their own wordsmith glossary, exaggerated their carbon dioxide. The oxygen we exhale was a poison that contaminated the environment. But now that COVID-19, which I call a scam-demic, is their new constitution of suppression, they mandate that everyone wear masks and inhale their own poison waste. What baffles me is that in light of all of the undeniable evidence that the New Flat Earth Society of Stupidity physicians are fraudulent, 
millions of people eagerly embrace their voodoo science as valid. People are replacing good light bulbs with poison mercury bulbs, believing they are saving energy. People are turning down their furnace thermostats and suffering in the cold and enduring sickness, believing less usage of fossil fuels will save the planet. In the publication Human Events, noted author Herrick Heinrich pro-offered an article entitled New Scheme to Curb Global Carbon Emission Would Bankrupt the United States. In the article, it is insinuated that global warming extremists are vicious anti-America, anti-God, secular hedonists who want to dominate the United States. The original flat earth believers had a love affair with stupidity that blinded them to logical truth. Today, the new flat earth society of stupidity is no different. So the question is, are you having a love affair with stupidity? I am milt, logically speaking, uncensored, saying, think about it. And there you go. That's a great commentary, Phil. Um, as usual, Milt does a great job. Uh, this is Ron Edwards, and uh, you're listening, of course, to the Abolitionist Roundtable. I want to give a quick reminder out there that uh, today is our Tri-County Liberty Coalition meeting, uh, gathering at 11 o'clock this morning at uh, 3364 Rochester Road. That's at Noni's uh, Grill. Uh, restaurant and grill so make sure you uh, head out and uh, join us today we're going to be talking about some interesting uh, topics including uh, how we're going to address uh, and bring in the youth into the freedom battle here in the united states of america again the address is 3364 rochester road in beautiful troy michigan and that's at the noni's grill of troy and we look forward to seeing you there and real quick, Phil, I just want to tell folks if they uh, like Great Talk Radio as well, um, they can check out the Ron Edwards American Experience uh, Sunday through Friday at mojo50.com. That's mojo50.com. And thanks, uh, Phil, so much. All right. And uh, speaking of which, uh, the Tri-County Liberty uh, Coalition, we have on the phone Bruce. Fleury, and uh, he's got a, a report from uh, his assignment. Good morning, Bruce. Good morning, Bruce. Well, good morning, guys. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, kind of quiet over here on assignment. Uh, give me some time to think about some of this stuff and uh, catch this great broadcast. Uh, uh, first of all, uh, congratulations, uh, Phil, to you on becoming a intending uh, grandfather. And again, <laughs> and also yeah. your uh, yeah. 100. A hundred great years, you know. Uh, maybe maybe yep. you'll have a hundred more. <laughs> yeah, oh, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys have uh, have commented on this today, but uh, this situation at Smith College where this uh, another fake uh, racism uh, uh, incident uh, was, re <laughs> was as reported made the news, um, where this uh, co-ed supposedly was uh, uh, targeted for eating while black, and nobody ever explains to me how doing something while you're a certain skin color is, uh, you know, makes any sense. But uh, and this this kid, and she is a kid. Okay, she barely even uh, has has her, uh, you know, is uh, she's still wet behind the ears. You know, and the thing is, here she is going to an elite 
College, Smith College in Massachusetts, and she, the tuition they charge there is anywhere between $75,000 and $80,000 a year. Now, unless she has wow. a full scholarship, who is going to wind up paying that, uh, that tuition? Uh, I think uh, if they do get their way, and the taxpayers will wind up doing it also, you know, if they uh, do away with student debt. But this idea that you can ruin three people's lives by making false claims and not have to pay a penalty of any kind for it. And, and not only that, guys, to have the, uh, the complete full investigation, right, in which there was no wrongdoing, was uncovered, no evidence of any racism or anything like that, no targeting or, or whatever, and to have the university president not say one word of apology to the people who have had their lives ruined over this is, to me, unconscionable. It, it really is. Uh, and the more I think about it, the angrier I get. But again, you know, you got to got to play the race card and that type of thing. And it just—I mean, what about the what about the actual instances of real racism out there? You know, all right, that uh, that is never ever put out there. The thing about it is that that is the 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 job should be the job of of the media. Instead of that, they are too busy burnishing the image of of uh, Joe Biden and destroying the image of any Republican that no, gets certainly. anywhere near the power center of this country in the presidency. And, and you can go back and look at them. Uh, George Bush, George Bush's daddy, Ronald Reagan, you know, all down the line, they, they were all racist. They were all this. They were all that. And uh, the real racism is rampant, and it's in the Democrat Party. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you know, guys, uh, this really scary thing about it is that for every one of these people that makes the news and that type of thing, there are thousands of others out there who have had this stuff drilled into their skulls almost from the moment they could walk and talk. And this is why I say, guys, every Martin Luther King Day, they, uh, they, they trap the kids out of the schools. The kids know the speeches by heart. God bless them. Fantastic. Yep. And that type of thing. But then, after that, they turn right around and get marched back into the classroom where they are constantly bombarded with all this, uh, all this nonsense that America is irredeemably racist, that we're the worst thing in the world, that the world would be better off if the country never existed, and that type of thing. And it then is, indoctrinate them with the Democrat philosophy of uh, just like uh, right now, you yeah. see those same kids that have been marching, uh, and I say the same thing uh, uh, when uh, usually uh, the only reason why we haven't done a show this year on, uh, on, on black history is because of the real traumatic effects of losing Rush Limbaugh and losing the president of the United States to, to, uh, to a, a pretender in the White House. And right. uh, and so uh, you know we have to we have to deal with that, and then try to get people to understand what needs to be done. What needs to be done is we got to get rid of people in this party that uh, if we want to do anything in terms of winning, because uh, these people that want to come up and uh, and talk about compromising and reaching across the aisle, uh, yeah. I you know I'm I'm telling you you know we those people should not have any place in the in the Republican Party. But yet still, they're the ones that are always telling there is no place in the Republican Party for this or that or this person. And that's yeah. why they should go. That's why they've got to go, because when you compromise with evil, 
you become evil yourself or yeah. a conduit of those who are perpetrating evil. And so therefore, like you said, Phil, they've got to go. They've got to go. And we have yeah. no more use for the Mitch McConnell types in the Republican yeah. Party. I, you, know what I, I, you know what I, I, I ran across? I, I, you know, I'm <laughs> looking through my, through, through my stuff to do this show on, on, on uh, Black History Month, and I'm going to sure. get to it later. But what, I fat, what, what came out was a, a thing that says five, 500 million, uh, some large amount. Let me see if I can find it right quick. Okay, well, while you're looking for that, Phil, I'm going to have to, uh, to shove off here and get back oh, to assignment. But, okay. uh, great broadcast. Have a good meeting today. And, uh, Ron, as always, thank you so much for, for filling in for me. And, everybody, please remember, we want to get that second hour back on the broadcast. So we're going to need your help. Uh, so please send that uh, that contribution to the Army of Michigan, Edwards' Round Table in Michigan, P.O. Box 135, Garden City, 48135. And with that, guys... I'm going to say good afternoon. Have a great weekend, and God bless. God bless you, too. All right, God bless. Thanks, thanks so much. Thanks, guys. Talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye now. Bye. Uh, but it said uh, some ungodly number, $500 million or something like that, uh, mm -hmm. was uh, scheduled for, to, 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 to go against Republicans yeah. in, the, in the primaries to... Uh, uh, because uh, you know some of the things that they that they feel that they're well, I don't care how much you disagree with what's going on. You understand? For you to uh, to uh, put that kind of money up to get people unelected, and you're supposed to be what the country is about. It used to be, if you remember, the Chamber of Commerce was about you know industry and making sure industry was able to to uh to, to to do what they do you know at that time again i said several times you know in the past that in those days the it, it was the country was known when they say about business they said that business of america is business yeah yeah well see the thing that these most of these chamber of commerces around the country have been compromised by soros money by chinese money and therefore they're bought and paid for by other entities that have nothing to do with american business or promoting business in our cities states and throughout our republic and so we have to um engage as individuals in this country and what I call consider to be civil disobedience. So what I mean by that, Phil, in masks, we have to stop wearing our masks, those masks out there. How stupid is it? I never will forget last summer, 80, 90 degrees, people are jogging wearing masks. Yeah. I yeah. see little babies and strollers in hot weather with masks on. I mean, pe people are convinced to torture their babies and to compromise their own health in the name of obedience to the masters uh, that call themselves Democrats. This is retarded. This is crazy. And I'm, st I'm telling you, they, I, I bet you, I, I, I'll be willing to bet you, Phil, that the Democrats are shocked at how stupid so many people are who obediently ride around here. I've seen people driving in their own private cars. Yeah. Masked up. Yeah, and you know that you know that's a yeah. you, you yeah. automatically know that's a, a Biden voter. Yeah, I mean seriously. I mean, if I go to a private enterprise and they say you you need to wear your mask, okay, they have the right to do that, and I'll decide if I want to go in or not. 
But yeah. for the government to say everybody must wear a mask wherever you are, if you're breathing and we see you, you better have your mask on. And they want to tighten it up to that degree. Yeah. Uh, Joe Biden has targeted Ohio and Florida for just those kinds of uh, uh, ramifications because Ohio and Florida did what they did. They voted red. And their economies are comparatively more prosperous than places like Michigan, which are more locked down. And they're going against that grain. And so we've got to fight back, man, and, and on yeah. so many fronts. And civil disobedience, I'm not talking about doing criminal activity, but what I'm talking about, sir, is about not obeying laws that are unjust, that actually compromise us, our rights, and our even our health now. Yeah, and the thing is, I mean, it, it, the... The, it calls attention and gets people to do some thinking when when you say, well, look, uh, you know, a little civil disobedience, because if you notice that the Democrats really took it to another level last summer when they were out there marching because of George Floyd, they were actually marching against the president. And anytime anybody asked you, they would kept saying, well, it's, it's because of oh, George uh, Floyd was treated so badly and, and everything. And so, uh, but then we find out if anybody was listening and looking and watching what was going on mm -hmm. when, when they came to Washington, D.C., and the mayor put Black Lives Matter on the on the driveway up to the to the White House. Then it became apparent that what they were doing was protesting uh, the president, and instead of protesting, because I mean, I asked several times, what did George Floyd and uh, uh, being killed have to do with the president? And and they people were saying, no, you know, it's not because of that. It's because of police brutality. Okay. So then when when uh when she put the Black Lives Matter at the White House and and uh and 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 got the the uh the 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 uh, gen commanding general of the army to say that tell the president that he didn't know whether or not he would if they activated the troops that uh, he would he would he would respond. Mm -hmm. Well that right there tells you that they are having an effect and 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 our military was in objection to the president because he actually said after the incident at the church that he should not have been there. It was political. He shouldn't have been there. Well, what do you mean you shouldn't have been there? You know, you should have resigned right then immediately if that was the case, if you thought you shouldn't have been there. But this whole thing has gotten to the point where the Democrats have used legal and lawful uh, 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 dissent and made it into a problem that the country is wrong and the people that are doing wrong are not. Yeah, they weaponized dissent. Yes. And weaponized legal action. And and and, and are quick to tell you, well, it was pro it was a peaceful protest, mostly yeah. peaceful. Yeah, and the whole house is a whole block of the city is burning down. That's peaceful. But the thing about it is that that's how come we have to uh, assert ourselves to, first of all, to the members of the Republican Party like Mitch McConnell. He's the leader. And before him, it was Paul Ryan and, and Bonehead Boehner and, and those people, and they were replaced. But here's the thing. 
when when Bonehead Boehner and and uh, Mitch McConnell and uh, Paul Ryan, Paul Ryan was most noticeably when President Trump was elected and told what his first hundred days in in uh, in office what he wanted to accomplish. Both Mitch McConnell and Paul Ryan said that is not my agenda. Well, what what, what did you hear from the Democrats? When Joe Biden went in there and started talking about what his craziness in his first hundred days he expected to accomplish, you didn't hear one Democrat say that's not my agenda. They might have said, "Well, I would, I would like to have a little bit more money going to the states and all of that nonsense." But you didn't hear nothing about saying that ain't my agenda. And when you tell a person that's not his agenda, that means he's not he he's not on the program at all. That's what Mitch McConnell and Paul Ryan did. That's what they said. And I said then, right then and there, this is going to be a long, hard ride. And it was. And now Mitch McConnell is running around talking about, well, yeah, he would vote for, uh, he would he would uh, be on the side of Trump if he won the, the nomination. But in the meantime, he's going to say little nasty things all the way. And if he happens to get back in, and Mitch McConnell happens to get back in, we're, we're, we're going to be at stale, stalemates in the same party. So this is what we are fighting, and this is what has to be uh, reconciled with, because one thing for, for sure, you're never going to beat the Democrats, and you've got an internal civil war going in your party, because they are united, and they will stay reunited as long as they can force uh, 40 million black people to do what they want them to do whenever they get ready. So, and that's what they're trying to do with the uh, Hispanic vote by letting all of these illegals in. They're expecting lifetime uh, loyalty out of the uh, the Hispanic because uh, Trump got a little bit more Hispanic voters than they thought they that he should have got. They didn't do a good enough job in turning this man into a monster. So anyway, um, uh, one of the things that uh, that that we talked about uh, earlier was uh, I think Derek. I think Derek is saying something. Yeah, Did I it? just wanted to let you know we got to play the Edwards Notebook before we run out of time. Oh, is it? The, yeah, man, I, thanks a lot. Somebody stopped me. <laughs> okay, is it ready? Okay, let it rip. Here's the Edwards Notebook. The presidential election could look quite different in 2024 and beyond if Democrats and rhinos have their way. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards on today's page from the Edwards Notebook. House Democrats have totally given up governing on behalf of we the people and simply desire to perpetually rule over us via cheating and scandals. So now they are in full support of the scandalous H.R. 1 bill or the so-called For the People Act. Among numerous horrendous aspects of H.R. 1 would do away with voter identification nationwide, allow for anyone, including illegal border crossers, to vote. The GOP also speculated that H.R. 1 is a strategic political move to grant Washington, D.C. statehood and ensure two more Democrat seats for the Democrats based upon 
My observations, it appears that Democrats are prepared to do away with constitutional restraints on government and pave the way for leftist-style official one-party rule with no tolerance for healthy debate or dissent. A sure recipe for sickening disaster. May God rescue us from this madness. I'm Ron Edwards. Check out theronedwards.com. Ron Edwards, the new voice of America. Sponsored by the Tri-County Liberty Coalition. And folks, it seems that uh, we are running out of time and uh, we'll have more of this next week. So tune in and uh, don't forget, uh, this is a listener-supported broadcast and uh, we need that support. So yep, we want to go back to two hours and uh, the only way we're going to get there is with, with you folks. So thank you a lot. <laughs> Take care. <laughs> All right. Uh, we will see you next week, Ron, uh, one way or another. Absolutely. God bless uh, you and God bless America and may America bless God. Uh, thank you. The Abolitionist Roundtable invites the Wham Talk 1600 listeners to continue the roundtable discussions by mailing correspondence to Art of Michigan, Post Office Box 135, Garden City, Michigan, 48135.